think that's really interesting because we're really flying without a net this week. My Windows Defender is out of date. <laughs> Windows is undefended. <laughs> How fucked up is that? Oh my god. <laughs> we're going to murder her. <laughs> she's, she's currently laying on your bag under your... Your sweatshirt, like, 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 she's just like, where is the most irritating place I can get? In there, where is the place that I can go that's going to that's going to leave the most of my fur in the most visible fucking way while simultaneously disrupting? I'm your host, Bob, and I don't like the fucking dentist, and I have an appointment tomorrow. And here are my co-hosts, RC and Andy. Please introduce yourselves. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm RC, and I also fantasize about drilling bones out of people's skulls. <laughs> Ouch. And I'm Andy, and when I was younger, just a bad little kid, <laughs> my mama never found out shit that I did. Fuck today! We are talking about the 1996. I don't want to call it a classic. The Dentist. It's uh, a movie. It's it, a movie. It, it, it is a movie. It is that a is movie that with got a sequel. More than 20 years old. With yeah. a beginning and a middle and an end and credits and everything. I know. Oh, God damn it's it! It is a soundtrack. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> actors <laughs> and a whole lot of Pepto Bismol pinks. Pink. Pastel. Let's oh, let, let's yeah. try that. Let's try that alliteration again. Pepto Bismol pink paint. Yes. Dude, I'm serious. (laughs) Walking down the halls of this dentist's office, I'm like, oh shit, dude. You got all the way to the dentist's office? You weren't like (laughs) blowing your brains out in his house? No, that that was was just shock white. white. Shock white. Which, I mean, I expected to see that like aquamarine and purple squiggle. (laughs) That would have been been incredible. Yeah. Yeah. But no, like we get into the dentist's office and I'm like, oh shit, dude, Michael Cimbello and you just checked into the Bossa Nova Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Fuck. It's so... Oh. It was a rainforest room. There was a fucking... Oh, he, he, the, uh, he makes an opera room. Oh, that's wait, important. Wait, wait. Later, he, though. He literally welcome refers to, to heaven. Welcome to heaven. He literally welcome to heaven. heaven. No, he refers to it as an operatory. Mm-hmm. And I think you can even hear the hyphen. Oh. Yeah, you can. And I want to punch him for it. It's just like, <laughs> fuck <laughs> me. This movie is so... Saved by the Bell level nineties. <laughs> like, in in that it feels <sighs> it feels like what people remember of the eighties. I wanted Screech yeah. to come out. It doesn't feel like a nineties. It movie. doesn't. It, really it feels doesn't. like an eighties movie. This okay. came out the same year as Scream. It did. It did. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It feels so much older. Than it, that. it does. Well, I, mean, I think part of that is also though because uh, movie nerd moment coming awfully early. 
um, a lot of what people think of as being like that 80s style. Mm-hmm. Stuart Gordon and Brian Usna kind of made that mm. a, a lot of it. Yeah. So like they did. So I guess Usna was obviously still into that shit because look at this movie. That motherfucker. Look at <laughs> so, this movie. So this movie proves a theory that I've had running for a while. <laughs> what is that theory? The, mo- the, the theory that I have about <laughs> specifically movies that came out in the 90s. Specifically the mid-90s are like the quote-unquote focal point yeah. is that it was a lawless fucking wasteland. <laughs> Anything goes, everything's a horror movie, but yeah. none of it's scary. It's just vaguely uncomfortable. Jesus. That just got really... Yeah. yeah you, <laughs> wow. You are correct, sir. And then, I mean, yeah, kind of. <laughs> have have you guys like, seen Society? No. Oh, my oh, God. But, but We're like, have to do Society. There's, there was, there was fucking... There was Mimic... There was. Uh, yeah. I loved Mimic though. <laughs> Mimic was a lawless wasteland where nothing is scary and everything is vaguely uncomfortable. <laughs> no, Jesus, I can't wait to worse. show you hardware. <laughs> oh fuck! So the dentist, nineteen ninety six. <laughs> it is available on popcornflix.com. Tell us about your story with Popcorn Flix RC because this is hilarious. Oh. Okay, so <laughs> Popcorn Flix. I had never heard of it before. Uh, Bob suggested this movie and was like, hey, it's available on this site. You can just go watch it. We've mentioned it on the podcast. <laughs> While on Popcorn Flicks, um, it's, the, the movie starts playing and I was like, oh, this is kind of quiet. Like, and sometimes I have issues like processing audio. Oh. So I'm like, oh, I'll turn on subtitles. So then I start trying to turn on subtitles. Trick question. There are no subtitles in this fucking anything. Huh. So yeah. as I'm clicking through, I get to this weird uh, bar on the right side. That that doesn't overlay, but like reduces the size of the movie so that this bar can be there. Yeah. And it's a fucking chat room so that you can like group watch a movie right? and chat no. about it. So we should start using that for <laughs> popcorn flicks because God Yeah. No, don't get me wrong. I have no idea how I got there. <laughs> I'm I just started clicking on everything <laughs> trying to find subtitles and then was like why am I in a chat room? What's happening? Podcast wants a microphone now. Tough shit. <laughs> but oh my god, yay! So, <laughs> kids, Popcorn Flex has a chat room, so you can watch movies together. Yeah, I wonder, is it like a dedicated apart. chat room for each movie? I think so. I, I really I think don't know. Oh shit, know. that would be the best thing ever. Because if that's gonna happen, then like we gotta get like watching parties and shit. Yeah, right. Like that would be a fun because movie. we can that way we can have watching parties with you, our listeners. Popcorn it would be Flicks. amazing. Seriously, sponsor us. We will totally do... Transitions lenses is only going to take you so far, baby. Right? <laughs> okay. Oh, only so many people need glasses, and I didn't need to see that ad nine million times. Through the movie. It was literally the only ad I got served. Didn't I mind. Got, I got one other, and I can't remember what it was. Really? I got one other ad. Nothing but transitions lenses. Yeah. And of yeah. course, I was writing my synopsis during the during that period, <laughs> so I don't fucking remember. But hey, it gave me a break to write shit. That's hey, true. But good good for them yeah i'll do that though i mean I, that, yeah honestly i'm not a big fan of like the commercial ad supported thing i find it kind of annoying but like this was okay it worked but, out the, good. but the thing is is that the movie isn't censored you're just getting ads and that's totally that's actually fine with me yeah because that way i don't have to pay another membership and yeah they at which is least yeah. at least it seemed like they tried to insert the ads at either the change in a scene yeah there were there were well, a few yeah. places where it was awkward. A little but. bit. It always is, unfortunately. But they they at least seemed to like give a shit about where they put them. And the mm. ads are skippable. Yeah. You wait five seconds, you skip it, you're done. Yeah. Are so. you getting the ads? I'm very confused. 
How did you did not you, get ads? Did you leave your ad blocker up? What did you do? You can't. It won't you play. You can't. If you it have won't play if you have an ad blocker up. Oh, it sure played it mine. It made me turn. Oh shit! <laughs> oh yeah. So cut this part out. You do, <laughs> you do computer things more I than do, you do. I do. I forgot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. Yeah. No. I, did, like, I didn't know that it even had ads. Like. <laughs> do you realize wow. what you've done? You've, you've stolen this movie. <laughs> Take it back out through your eyeballs and hand it back. Oh, thank God. Is that an option for this? <laughs> Aww. Uh, yeah. The Dentist, 1996. Director Brian Usna, uh, who's behind Society, Faust, Love of the Damned, uh, Bride of Reanimator, Return of the Living Dead 3. Is Return of the Living Dead 3 the uh, the, the the masochistic girlfriend one? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's the one poking herself. Like, yeah, poking. Herself. It was okay. the 90s. Yeah, she pierced everything. <laughs> she pierced like bones. It yeah. was a nice. Yeah, she did. It was. She did. It was. Uh, starring Corbin Burnson uh, <laughs> from L.A. Law, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Major League, and The Dentist. Uh, oh, it's interesting though. You didn't include one of his most uh, enduring credits. He he became a director later in his career. Oh, good lord! I did not see that. Oh no! Christian Mingle, the movie. Ooh! What? Yes! A romantic comedy about two people meeting on Christian motherfucking mingle and Corbin Burnson directed it. Oh, he's a Christian cinema guy now. He's like an older, not quite so dumb Kurt Cameron. Cameron? No. He's, no, no, no. He's, he's Does he make a cameo? Does he make a cameo as Kurt Cameron? Oh, God. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, but how great. It's I'm gonna so I'm gonna good. IMDb it. Oh yeah, oh, no. it is because that Christian seems safe. Mingle, the movie, oh, like God. seriously. Okay, while well, he does that, <laughs> also starring Linda Hoffman from Face Off, Clifford, not the big red dog, oh. the one with Martin Short as a little kid who's. Oh God, I'd rather have the big red dog. Uh, also, The Dentist too. <laughs> Uh, Michael Stadvik from Sometimes They Come Back Again and Sometimes They Come Back <laughs> for More and Public Enemies. I don't know what any huh. But he was not in Sometimes They Come Back. Um, Christian Mingle is rated four and a half stars. <laughs> Sorry, I just needed... Oh, God. I believe Christian Mingle is actually rated higher I mean, on IMDb than this is. Okay, Probably. it's it's four and a half out of ten. Yeah. Just well, to, okay. to be clear. That's, well, good. Still, that's well, way higher than I thought it was. Oh, and I gotta check it on Rotten Tomatoes because the dentist has zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Of I wonder. It does. I wonder where Christian Mingle comes. Huh. Look at the top build cast. Just the first one. Lacey I don't know. Shaber, really? Who, I don't know who that is. Oh, she oh, was I, from. I was um, just like, haha, tits. She was from the remake of Black Christmas. She was the one who was also dropping f bombs with Michelle Trachtenberg to get rid of her like childlike TV appearances. Aww. She was in uh, Seventh Heaven playing the little sister with Nev Campbell. Uh... And and the Lost in Space movie. So wait, when you say that she was playing the little sister with Nev Campbell, do you mean that they sort of like fused their flesh together no. like at the end of Society? Oh my god, that would be and, awesome. Oh my and god. this is definitely not a Jack Nicholson character actor. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh god! Oh my god! All right. It's a little Let's... creepy because, I mean, as it is, Corbin Burnson spends most of this movie looking like a discount Miguel Ferrer. He really does. <laughs> he really fucking he does. He really does. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Ken Forey, uh, both Dawn of the Dead films, uh, the original and the remake. What are we looking at? Oh, he wrote it. 
he not he not only directed it. Corbin oh my Burton. god, Burton! <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking head! So, you, listeners, sir, Corbin Burns had not only directed the Christian Mingle rom com, he wrote it. And it's all your fault because you didn't rush out to see the dentist in well, your apparently. video store. Because I don't. But you you rushed out enough that they made a sequel. Yes. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Ken Foray again, both Dawn of the Dead films, the original and the remake, the Halloween remake, and the Devil's Rejects. Uh, Tony Noakes from Breakaway and Jag, <laughs> Molly Hagen from uh, Herman's Head, Election, and I Zombie. Uh, Virginia Keene, uh, Invaders from Mars, Ticks, and a whole bunch of TV appearances. Oh, so wait, the Invaders from Mars, like the Tobey Hooper one? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I've seen that movie a million times. Yeah. I don't remember her. She, I been, think she, she was she pretty young. She had a small part. But... She had to have been a kid then. Yeah. She yeah. was younger than this. Oh, so, yeah. yes. That was in like 86. Right. So 10 years younger than this. So she must have been like six. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, and Mark fucking Ruffalo. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo, uh, the Avengers and Thor films. The kids are all right, and now you see me one and two. Mark fucking Ruffalo was in this movie. He, the Everybody. Hulk. He was the Incredible Hulk. I know. The Incredible Hulk is in his dentist's office. I know. Oh my god, Mark Ruffalo wearing a sweater on his sweater. Right. <laughs> it was the nineties. Oh, I know, Mr. Ruffalo. If you hear this, you can hit it. I'm good. Come on. That got weird. That got really. Weird. I, I don't know. I don't know why I wasn't prepared for it to go that way, <laughs> but I wasn't. I feel like there's a drill somewhere around here. And no, Bob's about to grab. Not it. a not a drill. Mark Ruffalo. Drill though. Absolutely. <laughs> and nitrous. No. Well, that would be for me. <laughs> not really. So is the drill though. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Mr. Ruffalo, you can hit it anytime. I freely and openly give you consent. Come on over. Actually, if I remember correctly, he does hit. He does hit it. He 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 fulfills what for me I think has been a lifelong dream. He gets to punch Corbin Burnson in the fucking face. He does. He sure does. He really does. Yeah. <laughs> Burnson has one of those kind of Edward Norton punchable faces. Mm, yeah. Like and yep. um and I'm still never I'm never quite sure if it's because he's a really good actor and that's just like a mode that he's willing to get into that a lot of other people aren't. Based yeah. on his writer and director credit on Christian Mingle, <laughs> I think that might just be him. Yeah, he was punchable in L.A. Law. He too, was punchable though. in literally everything I've ever seen yeah. him in. Edward Norton mm. the same way. I think Edward Norton is doing it on purpose. I well, don't yeah. know if Corbin Burnson was. <laughs> I mean, Cor- Edward Norton wasn't punchable to me until American History X, and now he's just punchable here. Edward Norton has never been anything but punchable to me. <laughs> I have just, like, I see him, and it's like the, the Arthur meme. Like, the hand just curls <laughs> into a fist. <laughs> and it's not even, like, I don't even have any reason to dislike him. As far as I know, yeah. he's he's he a, just a guy working. It's just his, it's his, his affectation. I think the the worst of it was probably rounders. That was like mm, punch yeah. a motherfucker come Electra. Like I was really <laughs> into that. I wanted no, to beat him so no. bad. He, he was also punchable in his Hulk movie. Never watched it. Mm. It yeah. was better than the, the first one with Eric Bana, yeah. but it was not as good as Mark Ruffalo and Mark Ruffalo. Yes. All of the yes. Anyway. Ha. Huh, now that my sexual fantasy is out of the way. <laughs> Is it? Maybe. It, no, it's not. not really. <laughs> let's just be honest. So. <laughs> let's, let's move ahead with plot. Brought to you by Such Transitions Lenses. <laughs> and PopcornFlix.com. Hey, so that's actually a really great... If anytime you want to make a segue, I can just... like It's an instant segue. Transitions yeah. Lenses. Right? <laughs> this is going to end click well. Click skip! Click skip! Oh, God. So... I don't want to click skip on Andy. 
no, we don't. <laughs> we love I, I almost just kind of like I almost just want to like let you read the plot and every once in a while just sort of just in between paragraphs just, just sort of like when you get to a pause then just be like okay this is what I typed here okay. oh. <laughs> and that's fine um, because I think <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh, I, I may do some of that you can do this I can you can do this uh, breathe Bob breathe 60 more minutes we can do it <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I just want to say, uh, good luck. <laughs> We're all counting on you. Brought to you by Transition Slug. <laughs> Dr. Alan Finestone is a, is a successful, angry, controlling OCD dentist. Uh, however, on the day of his wedding anniversary, he discovers his wife, Brooke, is cheating on him with the pool boy, Matt, by way of the gunk from the pool filter because she's tired of having a sterile life and just wants to get dirty for once. <laughs> and this fucking trade-ass pool boy can Ooh, get it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. That wife, in a later scene, which I'm pretty sure you're going to talk about, yeah. clearly cannot suck dick right? to save her life. No, she's, she's blonde in Beverly Hills in the 90s. This is redundant. I mean, she, she just didn't pay attention to Dr. Ruth, apparently. Um, I will say, pool guy looked like Scott Ian from Anthrax, mm. so that was okay. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He actually had the same accent. Even. Come on, Drake. Like I'm down for that. Come on. Um, but um, <laughs> also, I think you, the, the the movie actually opens. It actually actually opens with Corbin Burnson. Uh, yeah, I did forget the ending. with Mister with with, with Doctor Dentist. I'm just going to call Dr. him Feinstein. That. Yeah, dentist is easy to remember. Right. Oh, with, with Dr. Dentist in, dressed in all white, leaning over with pretend dental instruments in his hand, offering to tell you his story. Right. Yep. And that is actually important. It for is understanding important. why so little of this movie makes any exactly. fucking sense. It, it is very important, and it makes very much sense much later in the film. <laughs> yes. Mm. Okay. But, okay, so of course... While he's watching, he just sits and watches because voyeurism is participation. But after they finish, Alan gets his gun, has a fantasy about choking his wife on Matt's cock and shooting Matt in the face, then follows Matt in his car to Paula Roberts' house, a friend of Brooks. Now, I'm not going to say I'm not hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not. It not was really funny it. watching him just like jam his wife's head down on dude's yeah, dick for emphasis. Right? I was like. Oh, that was kind uh, of funny. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, funny. That's what it was. Yeah, totally funny. funny. It was funny. It was fucking hilarious. It really was. And it was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't take yes. it seriously. No, we no. Yeah, no. I was taking it. I was taking it very seriously. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. It took me a while to get there. Oh, Andy. Yeah. Yeah. No you, one has ever had you sweet summer child. <laughs> say, no one has ever had cause to grab the back of my head since I was like 22. But, I mean, are you into that particular type of choking? No. Then that's why they don't do it, because you tell them not to. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, choke me. <laughs> so, all right, so here, here, here's the first. Um, oh, no, there's a note. Some, some, there's a note. A couple oh, notes. Uh, my, my, my statements at this point were, hmm. okay, what the fuck is even wrong with this guy? Nobody can be this prissy and live. <laughs> Um, yeah. You're not wrong. My diamond cufflinks. My fucking cufflinks are at the jewelers getting the stones reset. Right. I can't wear this shirt. Like, he should have been played by Steven Toblowski's character oh, from gosh. Sneakers. <laughs> Why oh, are you wearing pooch. fucking you knocked over diamond cufflinks purse. to a dental practice? I swear to God. What the fuck? Even his gun is prissy. I know. 
Oh, it's a Walther PPK. Yay. Oh, my oh, God. It's this tiny... total, total Bond wannabe. Right. Walther PPK. Uh, oh, got him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's <Burn. right. laughs> But if he was gay, Actually, the least he could do is fuck the pool boy. Well, yeah. And Ouch. honestly, at this point, you know. Pearl Handle is actually my drag name. So. <laughs> or Pearl Hand Grip, I should say. Sorry. That's much better. Can I say that again? Kind of is better. I'll do that. Let me say that again. You're the editor. Pretend, okay, so pretend you didn't hear that. Okay. Pearl Hand Grip is actually my drag name. Nice. Stop it. Nice. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> They'll never know. <laughs> which of course is now quoted, means which is coded language for all of that's going to stay in absolutely yeah yeah so yeah. Paula, Paula catches Brooke <laughs> following Matt opens the door and says hey and he hides the gun behind his back and invents a story about a surprise party for Brooke and then watches Paula invite Matt inside which by the way no <sighs> no Pool boy is not going to go again so soon after blowing a load in Mrs. Dentist's gullet he's no. just not going to do it well that no, was not but that was just the dentist fantasy. That oh, didn't actually happen. Yeah, that didn't actually Oh, that's happen. right. So that's yeah, that's a good point. Because yeah. so, yeah, maybe none of this happened. Maybe maybe the pool boy actually is just Scott Ian. No, I'm pretty, but I'm still pretty sure she was sucking his dick. Was she? She was actually because well, she did have the, the gunk on the back of her yeah. arm. At least oh, yeah. I think that she, actually happened. Well, that's that the actually problem. Happened. How do we know? Yeah. Because I mean, this character is so fucking unreliable. It is. I don't, even, yeah. I don't even know if I can say that happened. Yeah, That's, it is okay. kind of completely unreliable narrator, so but like, it does appear that yeah. she was actually cheating on him. It it, it does, uh, especially and, since yeah. he's like, you know, you're smoking again. <laughs> Talking to her on the phone, she's <laughs> totally smoking. Now I have to brush my teeth again. <sighs> thanks, Brooke. Jesus. Uh, thanks you. Thank you for polluting my air. I'm like, well, well meanwhile, I'm like, light him up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, so, <laughs> so while he watches Matt go inside, he goes to leave and Paula's dog attacks Alan because even the dog can recognize toxic masculinity <laughs> and he shoots it in self-defense and goes to work a few oh hours late. Oh my God. He gets the principal Rooney treatment <laughs> with less really child does. fucking and more guns. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Which, what are your notes up to now? <laughs> let's see. Uh, I'm trying to catch on here. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. There's, well, because there's shots of people waiting. My favorite line in that, out of that whole thing with everybody waiting at the dentist's office. Jody has jamboree at ten thirty. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, nineties parenting. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, in in some ways, this with this movie was ahead of its time. Oh mm. yeah, it was. Um, oh god, and I think the first commercial break came literally for me anyway. Right after he fucking blowed down the dog with his gun. Yeah. Yep. He shoots the dog. Quick cut to the next scene. Commercial break. <laughs> this scene of incredible animal cruelty brought to you by Transitions. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I will say that that, that does make his, his first actual murder the dog. Yeah. Which kind of sets the tone for the movie. It, it really does. Um, I mean, if you're going to kill the dog, that just means you're a horrible person. But well, if you're going to kill the dog... Just don't. <laughs> but I love. I also love that. Like uh, a little later on, when they're investigating the scene with the dog, mm-hmm. they couldn't even find a stand-in dead dog. Right. They couldn't find even. They ended up using a dead goat and just <laughs> turned its head to the side so you couldn't see the horns. <laughs> this movie had no budget, and it's still so amusing. 
Are, are we going to talk about Black Sherlock Holmes? Because I love him. <laughs> I, love, I think we should. I love him. We're not there yet. Oh, no. So <laughs> No, I'm trying to remember where he comes in, but... Uh, he comes in... Uh, at the scene you just talked about. Yeah, it's kind with of goat. So, at his dental practice, after coming in a few hours late, again, uh, Alan's first appointment goes poorly when he hallucinates that a child has rotten teeth and accidentally stabs him in the gums as his psychotic break kicks in. <laughs> it's so good. Like, the, <sighs> this scene was, like, moderately irritating to me. Right? Like, the mom just picking him up and leaving, I'm like... It's a dental visit. Like, gums bleed sometimes. They do. Like, okay, not that much. No, he sure. literally right. stabbed he, him he, in the he fucking did, He gum. did. But she didn't see that. Yeah. True. True. She just heard the kids scream. Yeah. So right. I'm just like, look, like, does it say how... painless dentist anywhere in the sun? <laughs> right. I'm just like, <laughs> parents. Oh, I just love this whole idea. Though. He's like, well, we've turned dentistry into interactive medicine. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, That's we have to stop seeing kids. It is actually really a line. And I'm like, it, it, it works out about as well for him as it did for Netflix. Yeah. yeah. After stabbing the child in the face. <laughs> um, Literally. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he, he sits in his office with his gun and his pills and calls his wife to reassure himself, which does not work. Yeah. Uh, where she, you know, where she's lighting up a cigarette and I'm surprised you can't hear it. Um, he yeah, I thought that was going to happen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Brooke, your voice sounds like cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a lighter. What are you yeah. doing? I hear dust particles. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> Cascading off of the herpes scars in your throat. What is going on? If anyone would say that, it would be this character. It would be. Oh, God. (laughs) Huh. So, Alan sees his second patient, beauty queen April Rain. Her name is (laughs) April April Rain. But it was going to be April Showers. Yeah. Because she likes rain. But she's like, rain like a queen. Not rain like rain. Mm. <laughs> also a scene from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> While Detective Gibbs is investigating the canine conundrum. Who shot the good boy? Who shot the good boy? <laughs> Who shot the good boy? <laughs> Who's a dead puppy? Who's making curry out of this goat? <laughs> right? Alan slaps the nitrous oxide on April and hallucinates that she is his wife while she and while she is unconscious takes off her pantyhose and fondles her because dental rape uh, before choking her as she wakes while he's choking her alan snaps out of it and hides her pantyhose <laughs> note to self say whore under your breath in the middle of a conversation see if anyone notices <laughs> depends on who you're with because we we'd just be like what yeah <laughs> what yes. do you want what? Uh, my my notes are pretty, they're not exactly sparse, but they're not terribly coherent either. There's a lot oh. of caps. <laughs> I get that. And the word you is fairly wide Yeah, out. yeah. So, so uh, as April, <laughs> in a drugged panic, walks out of the room, Alan tells April's manager, Steve Landers, that she is still dizzy from nitrous oxide, while Jessica, <laughs> one of his hygienists, finds April's pantyhose. Curly-haired nurse is literally the only same person in this building. She was great. Right? Yeah, she didn't even have Asian sense like the other girl. Right? Yeah. Right? Dude, there was one point where like her Asian sense starts tingling and she's like, I sense a dentist. And she goes and catches him in his office with his Uh, pills. Yeah. There's literally no reason for this to happen otherwise. Right? Like she's she's into the Asian verse. Her Asian sense tingled and she knows where the danger is. Yeah. 
Wow, that, but was that doesn't make it less funny. <laughs> Jessica, on the other hand, is like, I'll fucking fight you. No, she's Fuck just like, like, I like her. Jessica, no, Jessica was great. I have loved her. Best character in the movie. I have loved Molly Hagen since Herman's Head. I didn't. I forgot she was in this movie, but she's actually super fun to watch. Yeah. She's really good comedically. She's even really good dramatically. But oh, yeah. she has this sense of timing to her that mm. is just amazing. And I think she needs to be in more stuff. Straight up, she needs really? her own movie. This she character does. needs needs her own movie. Right? Like, Except, you know, dead. Well, fine. Well, <laughs> but is she? But is she? Unreliable narrator. She could still live. Jessica could still, could she still was, be alive. She, I mean, Sarah saw her. So, in the gas room. No. There's a gas again, closet. Again, framing device. The doctor tells you about Sarah seeing her. That is true. God damn it. Hashtag <laughs> justice for Jessica. <laughs> Hashtag stop making me think. <laughs> are, you, are you are you april rain's drag sister totally your name's gonna be november <laughs> you're you're her colder more distant sister yeah. who's dead on the inside gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> in the meantime irs agent marvin goldblum you, oh, oh. <sighs> Yay, anti-Semitism. Yeah, oh my God. Using Alan's tax problems as leverage extorts a free dental exam and a payout because he's the Fed and cannot be trusted. Oh God. <laughs> oh my God. Then Steve returns, yes. punches Alan, and threatens a lawsuit. Okay. Alan, go. go. I went you full, had a thing. Yes, this, this is, is where thing. I went full Lord of the Flies. Yay. Lord of the Flies. <laughs> Kill the rapist, cut its throat, spill its blood. <laughs> <laughs> Like Mark Ruffalo, you have the conch. <laughs> Take your sharpened stick at both ends. You know what you must do. I'm gonna die. <laughs> the only critique I have from that is that it wouldn't be kosher. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> it's that like the thing that I don't understand is why he threatens a lawsuit and why he doesn't just, just actually go do it. Do a just go to the police and yes. say, "Hey, this woman's been raped by a dentist." Yeah, that's generally what you do. That's, I mean, come on. Yeah, but nobody's gonna believe her. I'm like, she's missing pantyhose. What? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and literally can't stand up because drugs. Right. Yeah. Like, no, seriously, this is where I got... He gave me her shoes. Like, I got so triggered. I spent the rest of this movie in a blind rage. Again, that's fair. doesn't mean I didn't like it. I, I actually it. really liked this movie a lot. I had such a great okay. time. It was a hate fuck of a watch. It really was. I hated yeah. Gordon Burnson so much. Oh, my God. And, so and you're kind of supposed to. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I was along for the ride. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, this is not a criticism of the movie. It's just, it's very effective. I wanted to... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Because of all the bullshit, um, <laughs> Alan, at the behest of Candy, his office manager, ends the day early, sends his staff and patients home, including Sarah, a teenager who just wants to have her goddamn braces removed <laughs> because she's tired of being a social pariah. Okay. Easily second best character in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Braces Girl gets her own movie, too. Yeah. Like, you would never, ever catch Braces Girl monologuing her own thoughts no. through shitty 90s reverb units. <laughs> so thus far... This movie is shaping up to be a comic book villain origin story. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Everybody has a well, bad like one day. Of those, one of those penny comics that you can only get at Walgreens for some reason. This is... Oh, got the chick tract. <laughs> this, is, this is the fucking killing joke. Everybody has a bad day. 
I, I expect him no. to like just like carve his face out. No, this needs right. to be a chick tract. Okay. Like he's in the middle, like he's like, you know, raping his patients and ripping their teeth out. Because he didn't have people. Jesus. And then like at the end, he's like, no, Jesus can make you better. Oh, you're right. I better go direct Christian Mingle the movie. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Chick. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, why does, no, no, that can't exist in my world. Too late. <laughs> well, if it, if it helps, he was so moved to direct Christian Mingle the movie that he wrote Christian Mingle the movie so that it would exist so that he could direct it. Well, it's, I mean, that's that's rule 35. If, if, <laughs> if, if, you, if it doesn't exist and you notice it that it doesn't exist, you have to make it. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's, he's causing a twitch in my eye. <laughs> he's causing fluctuations in the space-time continuum. He's causing acid reflux. Um, <laughs> later that night, Brooke meets Alan at the, his new opera-themed room. Oh, the d- opera Operatory number four. Uh, La Scala. At his practice, because that's not normal or anything. He was going to surprise her with a new theme for his dentist's office. Mm, yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, that sounds exactly like the kind of thing this character would do. Yeah. Actually, you're right. Like, And also? I'm not saying it's not ridiculous. Also, <laughs> he's a bullshit opera fan. He really is. Because you know what? You know that music that's playing? That is Vicini d'Arte from Puccini's Tosca. That is like one of the oh, most God. commonly performed operas ever. Yeah. 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 Okay, but here's the best part, because he listens to that opera over and over again through the thing. He and does. So here's the English translation of the lyrics. I'm going to be quick. Oh, please. But they, it actually works out really well. They're, here they are. This is... Um, this damn door sticks. This damn door sticks. I don't know why. <laughs> I need a hammer. <laughs> it, says, it says pull. Perhaps I should push. Pull! Um, <laughs> Okay, so the lyrics are, and I love this because um, in the opera, they're actually very moving and, and it's a whole thing. And mm-hmm. here, I can see why, how they might, how he might think they apply to him. And mm-hmm. that just makes them hilarious. Right. That makes them irony. Yeah. Um, God damn it. <laughs> I lived for art. I lived for love. I never harmed a living soul. <laughs> With a discreet hand, I relieved all misfortunes I encountered. <laughs> In this hour of grief, why, why, Lord, why do you reward me thus? <laughs> There's more to it, but I'm not going to bore anybody. Oh but God! Like, oh, but yeah, I think you know. What I think been... that was a deliberate choice. They really wanted, like, you know, it would have been more fitting. I found an opera Easter egg. This is fucking weird. What would have been more fitting is the Barber of Seville, because that's what barbers did was remove teeth. Oh, I thought you were. Yeah, or like I thought you were getting gonna make a sweet hot joke. Let me catch him up. Let me shape your crap. Daintily. Sorry. Anyway, I had a Looney Tunes moment. Just kill me. Just kill me now. But no, the barbers because barbers at that time in history were also dentists and surgeons. So that would have been more fitting. Reusna. Mm. Eh, I don't know about more fitting. Yeah, I mean that yours is more literal. Yeah. True. So, so, so anyway, <laughs> sorry, I, I derailed so hard. It's okay. It's great. It's all right. I like it. So, so after, you know, saying, no, please, I want to clean your teeth. Um, after tying <laughs> God, her that to gets the... me hot on an anniversary. <laughs> right? Ooh, yeah, really. Ooh. Like Bill fucking Murray in Little Shop of Horrors. After tying her to the chair, 
and sedating her under the premise of cleaning her teeth, he pulls out her teeth and cuts out her tongue because toxic masculinity tells him that this is normal. <laughs> and she won't stop talking in voiceover. Oh, God, yeah. That's oh. the real tragedy here. Right. <laughs> so, later... Detective Gibbs and his partner, Detective Sunshine, (laughs) (laughs) arrive at Alan's house the next morning to question him. And the dialogue is amazing. Yeah. I'm a fruit man myself. (laughs) Oh, I bet you are, sir. I bet you are. Detective (laughs) Gibbs... Yeah, I would. I would. I'll say it. I think his his probably second line, not in this scene, just the Detective Gibbs character's second line in the whole movie was... It's elementary, dear Watson, as he's yeah. talking to nobody. Right. <laughs> he found a bullet. Yeah. Yeah, the other the other I kind of love him. Wait, this bullet was flattened against the dog's skull. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other quotables from the scene include soon as the sun hits my eyes, I'm up. Oh, I bet you are, sir. I bet you are. <laughs> oh. Oh. Subtext. <laughs> uh, after the policemen leave Matt discovers Brooke who is still alive but sedated uh, Alan stabs Matt to death for one fucking his wife and two being the first dumbass to discover his secret we also discover that Dr. Finestone is not at all good at actually covering up his crimes I mean so was the knife. <laughs> he, he tied he tied his wife there for Matt to find he really did yeah. so like it's not, it's not that Matt just Stumbled in and witnessed a thing. It's no. Right. There was a trap that was laid for him and he fell into it. And I'm like, what are you going to do? Kill her with skin cancer? She was out in that sun for a really long time. Well, she had a hat over her face. True. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So it's all okay. It's fine. Yeah. Maybe she wasn't zip tied to the chair. I left the windows. It was fine. (laughs) It's cool. I left the windows cracked. She can breathe. There were air holes. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, so then he goes back he's driving back to his practice and he says the best line <laughs> i am an instrument of perfection and hygiene um have you seen the pool area <laughs> well i mean there was the other line earlier when he's shouting at a waiting room full of patients you don't know what it's like to deal with the disrespect <laughs> Shut up, Tom Raper. You're still on my shit list. Die hard. What are you doing? Podcat. She's fine, I think. She's doing weird shit. I don't know what she's doing. She's going to go lay waste. I don't think she knows what she's doing. I don't know. Lay waste to free. Anyway. Oh, God. So, so, yeah. Sarah and Paula (laughs) are waiting for Ellen at his practice when he finally arrives. Alan sees Paula first, much to Sarah's disappointment. Um, I'm just like, asshole, could you just quell your murder boner for like 10 fucking minutes and get this bitch's braces out? (laughs) The sequel better be about Sarah getting her revenge for being made to wait to get her braces out. Oh, shit. Um, (laughs) Okay. um, when Paula's conversation turns to how good a job Matt does for her, <laughs> Alan overly- Yeah, he does. Oh. He cleans out my pool. Yeah. Alan overly aggressively drills wet. into her tooth, destroying it. My when- swimming hole has never been cleaner. Neither has your tooth, apparently. 
Oh, yeah, that's where he drilled gone. it off. Yeah. Oh, we were having a separate thing while you were. kept reading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, while he's destroying this tooth, Jessica questions what he's doing, and he like snaps out of it. nuking it with a drill. Right. He really is. He... Shit. Most of that tooth is gone. Yeah. Yep. There's, like, fucking tooth shavings all over her tongue and shit. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, God. He, he, I'm like... That is just a shard. He of Tim bone. Allen's it's, that shit. It's just really like, did. oh my god. Oh god. I'm like, and I don't think she was numb yet. There's she, no way. There's no way that that I mean, novocaine not, not had only been in her face for like a minute. Yeah, I know. Yeah, not realistically, but like movie logic, I'll, I'll just yeah. give it a pass. Novocaine right. takes at least five to ten minutes to start working. I happen to like general. General anesthesia is fun. <clears throat> I don't know why. I have an amazing story. So Yay, I love storytelling. Brought to you by I, Transitions Lenses. <laughs> no. I, when I broke my arm, they put me under, obviously, to, to reset the bones. Yeah. Um, I was very, very young, uh, like between third and fourth grade. Um, and I, I caused a, a mild panic in the hospital because I started uh, I started singing the B-52s. I don't remember the name of the song, but it's the one where everyone's from the moon and nobody has a head. <laughs> like Planet Claire? Yes. <laughs> So they thought I was having like vivid, horrifying hallucinations. <laughs> so they, they had to go out to the waiting room and get my mom. They were like, we think something may be wrong. We need you to come with us. <laughs> and then she got in there and she's like, no, he's fine. It's Everything's fine. <laughs> no, he does this. It's all right. So Jesus. erections aside, maybe we should. Yeah, not tied off. Like that's <laughs> that is unnecessary. <laughs> God damn! I anyway, Alan asks Jessica to finish for him. But <laughs> really? <laughs> that's, that's that was actually in Wikipedia. I didn't finish the filling. For him. Yeah. But yeah. After, after he discovers that she has sent Paula home because she really Yeah. Battery died. But didn't lose nothing. Yeah, it's all good. It's good. I mean, it's, it's not good. It's not something I want to... I don't want to make a habit of that. Right. <laughs> I mean, no one wants to make a habit of that. Yeah. Not really. Batteries dying is pretty much a bad thing in any case, really. Yeah. Your, your remote, your computer. Vibrator. Your Hitachi. Vibrator. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of pantyhose, <laughs> welcome to heaven. Alan, oh my right. god! Oh god damn it! Alan asked Jessica to finish for him. <laughs> god damn filling. it! Still funny. Still funny. Still funny. <laughs> <laughs> but after he discovers she has sent Paula home, because she literally went and said, "No, you need to go home now. <laughs> we can't finish right now. You gotta go." I'm sorry, we destroyed your tooth. The doctor is having an issue. Go. <laughs> Certainly not away. a mental break. Yeah. yeah right. Oh, and also he raped the last woman who was in his chair. Really, honey, just, yeah. just go. By the way, her pantyhose are still in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Huh. Why so, does Jessica even show up for work that day? Seriously, fuck. So, uh, but after he discovers that Paula has been sent home, he fires Jessica for <laughs> questioning him. Uh, when she pulls out April's pantyhose and threatens to expose him, Alan chokes her to death with them. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the police station, Detective Sunshine, which God is damn it. still hilarious, <laughs> discovers yeah. 
that the bullet pulled from Paula's dog's, Which it dog's head only matches one gun in the area. It's pulled out of a wall. You're right. It was pulled out of the siding. <laughs> was it pulled out of the wall? <laughs> pulled oh, out of the wall of the house. Pulled out of, it was pulled out of the siding of the McMansion. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But it only matches one gun in the area. <laughs> Allen's. The Walther PPK. <laughs> <laughs> with the pearl handle. With the pearl, <laughs> with pearl hand grip. <sighs> God damn it. Uh, at this time, we all get to live out a fantasy of destroying the IRS one tooth at a time as Alan tortures Dr. Goldblum, but not without disappointing the girl with the braces first. <laughs> The scene where she didn't take the money. I know. Like, if some random guy, A, is holding my hand, he's going to get his arms torn off. Right. Yeah. Even if he's putting cash into it. Right. Yeah. That was a like, 20. Don't get me wrong. I would have taken the cash. Yeah. I, yeah. That seriously. is unrelated that to the situation. Yeah. It was 96. Yeah, yeah. But still, it's. I mean, I have waited two fucking days and had to cancel a party for this. More. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think, I'm not sure what I think they felt like from like a, a momentum point of view, they had to make him worse than the dentist. Yeah, and that's a hard fucking thing to do. How do you make somebody worse than an actual it off. They, yeah. they did pull it off, yeah. and you feel good that he gets treated the way he does. I mean, you no, you kind not of, really. No, you kind of do. You're I feel to. less bad. Yeah. You're supposed to feel okay with it. And I feel okay with it because it's a pretty amazing scene. It is. It's a Brian Usna movie. Shit, man. Right? That seems fun. I up. see you had notes, though. Oh, I'm sorry. You... <laughs> I oh, was yeah. peeking. Yeah. I looked ahead. Yeah. I'm naughty. So, okay. What, what, <laughs> what do you want to say first about oh, this fucking IRS God. guy? So, oh, first off, he's a dickhole. He is a dickhole. He's also he's a... a gigantic homophobe. Yep. But really wants to fuck the dentist's wife. Really yeah. Like, he wants to rail her harder than that pool boy ever could have. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you know, you keep saying that. And he's already got the wife that's cheating on him. You're not going to end up good here. He doesn't actually. He doesn't know, know that. Not. <laughs> but he really, also... These chicks are broads, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, not only is he a greedy IRS agent, not only is he a corrupt asshole, he's gotta be Jewy McHeebie-heeb, because that's uh, just gonna like make it even easier to watch him die. Right. Thanks, Which is, 90s. Yeah, thank you, 90s, for being utterly anti-Semitic. Fuck. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I'm watching that going, these yeah. were things... That were said and people thought were funny. Speaking of things that were said, he actually says during that scene, the phrase, as a tooth man. I don't know what that means. I don't either. That sounds like some kind of weird kink. And I'm like, I'm not going to kink shame you, but. I don't know what a tooth man is. Maybe he's just like consistently going to Dennis and saying, I'm going to audit you if you don't give me a free cleaning like every day. (laughs) Maybe, maybe he's fucking Bill Murray from Little Shop of Horrors. He's Arthur no Denton. One knows. No one knows. You know what? If they had named the IRS agent Denton, yeah. Agent Denton. Yeah. Perfect. And Do then that. maybe left out the anti-Semitic bullshit. Please. And maybe left out the homophobic stuff. I realize yeah. it was the 90s and it was still kind of funny to some people, I guess. But like, yeah. it didn't have to. It didn't have to. No. 
So I, I guess don't I remember any of the homophobic stuff. Uh, I, I believe you that th- it was there. Th- there was a little like, what are you? Hmm? Yeah, no, they're really. That was exactly it. Yeah. yeah. Fortunately, he didn't actually use the word fagalus. Yeah. But I thought he was gonna because mm. I was the, the the horrible the horrible Jewish stereotype right. stuff came out, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh god, uh, yeah. nothing is off the table. We dodged the right. bullet. <laughs> I, I'm I'm yeah. actually very surprised that he did not speak more in Yiddish. That would have made this like the worst episode of the Marvelous it Mrs. Maisel been. ever. <laughs> would have been. <laughs> like that was actually because well, he, I guess you haven't gotten to the part where he what he actually does to IRS oh, guy. No, but, I, I didn't actually include that in the description, but but I figured we would. I don't talk understand about what it. that thing was. It was just there to hold your mouth up. They call so it a reverse bear trap. Ha. It was. It captures twinks. You realize that actually fucked me up worse than mm-hmm. the first song movie. Yeah, because it was every bit as fucked up, every that, bit as brutal, and kind of bloody still. And that is an actual dental tool. In pastels. Yeah. In color. <laughs> it's not all disgusting. But it was fucking desaturated shit. Yeah, I know. Back to that Lord <laughs> of the Flies stuff again. Wait. Kill the dentist. <laughs> cut its throat. Spill its blood. <laughs> But no, that is an actual dental tool. That is what they use to keep your mouth open in case you're having a problem. Well, in case that one, they know you're a biter. And two, um, <laughs> just in case they have to knock you them. out. I've never had that. Like I've, I've gotten, uh, it's a little thing, but it's not mm-hmm. like adjustable. It just sits in your mouth and keeps your mouth open. Yeah. Well, that's, it's but used... I also have a gigantic fucking mouth. Yeah. So, but it's used <laughs> if they have to knock you out for like extractions and shit. Um, it's not used a lot anymore. Yeah. Uh, but if you're unconscious and can't actively open your mouth, right. they have to keep it open somehow. And that's actually what it's used for. But they are adjustable for different size mouths. He just kept adjusting until his fucking jaw popped off. That was amazing. It was really, and he couldn't get it out. And like it was fucked. It was completely That was fucked. fucked. Like I that's as campy and silly as this movie is, because yeah. that's what Brian used the movies are totally like. Right. Like they also take these weird turns into fuck. That was odd. Yeah. Like society's the same way. It's just campy and ridiculous. And you're like, what is this shit? And then you get to the last half hour and you're like, Oh, what is this shit? <laughs> oh God. It takes a, it, his, his movies often take a super turn for the extra dark. Yeah. At least at one point during the movie, you know, they're going to be dark because they're right. horror movies. Yeah. But, and they're they're fairly dark all the way through, but then there's at least one moment in his movies where they're just like, where it like yeah, drags you down into the depths yeah. and pops you up into the gray and let, just lets you right. try and figure out what happened. Yeah, and just kind of lets you rise back up on your own, like on your own time. Thank you. We're good. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean, I I love Houston movies. They're yeah, they Depends. have that. They're they're very distinctive. Yeah, you know, with his style. Yeah. They, I mean, um, the only person who's anything like him is Stuart Gordon, which is, of course, yeah. duh. They, he worked. Th- yeah, they he worked, no worked for, for Stuart Gordon forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Um, <laughs> so. Detective Sunshine and Detective. <laughs> still funny. Oh, yeah. Because that's my sister's name. Uh, and Detective Gibbs. Your sister's name is Gibbs? No, Sunshine. Oh, that makes <laughs> more sense. Yeah. Uh, drive to the Finestone house to question him further. Near the pool, they discover Matt's body. Uh, they quickly break into the house and find the mutilated Brooke tied to the bed, but still alive. The lovely and talented mutilated Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the best, and again, the very best line. Well, there's That's a lot of actually not lines. something I wrote. 
No. <laughs> uh, but they, as this is going on, this <laughs> line of dialogue happens. There's so many of these that I yeah. noted. He's a dentist, and they're capable of anything. <laughs> Did you know dentists have the highest rate of suicide? Is it because no one will call them doctor? Okay. Get the Vitalis. Quick, the Vitalis. <laughs> you stupid slut. <laughs> Sorry, no. Dr. Oren Scrivello is an asshole. DDS. DDS. Yeah. <laughs> Later, Alan's other dental assistant, Karen, finds Marvin still in the dental chair. Alan kills her by injecting a needle full of air into her jugular vein, which is the nicest thing he could have done for her, yeah. really. Well, yeah, he could have just I mean, not killed her. Yeah. That would have been nicer. It would yeah. have. <laughs> but, yeah. So, Candy sends Sarah back while she breaks for lunch, and after <laughs> Alan removes Sarah's braces, fucking finally, yeah. he hallucinates her teeth rotting. <laughs> He pulls his gun to prematurely stop tooth decay, but she escapes and hides in the gas room. It's really good. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> to prematurely stop tooth decay. Right. And again, you can't hide. Not from your dentist. <laughs> also actually a line from the movie. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hides in the gas room where she finds Jessica's body and then moves to the rainforest room where she finds the still alive and blood-soaked Marvin, whom she releases and then who attacks Alan. When Alan recaptures her, Sarah hysterically promises to brush her teeth three times a day and to never eat candy, and I'm sure that candy is probably grateful for that. Oh. <laughs> it was there. No, it was it's there. fine. No. I did I not actually. I did write that one. He's crying during the scene. He's like, he's so innocent. At the the thought of her brushing three times a day, he's crying. And and not Uh eating candy. I bet he has an erection. I will bet he has an erection. Uh, You're so innocent, but the rod is just going to keep coming. (laughs) And then he lets her go. It's a really uh, unfortunate, like, he just really has this thing like the constantly referring to oral sex is right. like horribly filthy oh and i'm like God. oh honey you just gotta do it better you do yeah you i really mean don't get do. me wrong like in your fantasy the way your wife did it like yeah no it's awful yeah that's oh, yeah, not that's right. good no it's not Ooh, no. Nope. No. nope nope and like if that's how he pictures it like i assume that's how it is Right, or or at least close enough. I don't yeah. know. This we're talking about straight people in the '90s. Do they even do oral? I don't know what straight people I mean, do now. Like Doctor Ruth was around at the time. She was telling people how to do it. Yeah, but I was eight. I have no. I never watched Doctor Ruth either. She was hilarious. <laughs> I was too busy doing tiny little Jewish it. sniper giving sex advice. <laughs> Sniper? She was a sniper in World War Two. Oh wow, that's great. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. That is really great. Doctor Ruth Westheimer was kind of amazing. I want her to come into this movie, like when the IRS guy starts like acting really, really horribly, like anti-Semitic and stereotypy. She, yeah. there just be this little, and his like head explodes, and then it's just like this little shot of like Doctor Ruth putting away her. Yeah. polishing up her well, like weapon. half a mile away right. Yeah, right. <laughs> and like her car phone rings and it's just like hello more sexy advice <laughs> hello you're making Jews look bad quit it women <laughs> want to know so satisfied with, God damn with it. I'm never going to eat candy Alan leaves the two two detectives arrive with a squad and rescue Sarah but are too late to capture Alan sitting with her I, I have to add this because I forgot to write it in 
sitting with Sarah and Candy, uh, they discover that he teaches at a local university. Oh, yeah. So they follow him there. Th- this... <laughs> This, this scene fucking yeah. mean. Yes. Right? Really hard to watch. When, I know. When this scene was happening, I was like, what the fuck? This hasn't been mentioned at any other yeah. part in the movie. Like, right. This is such a weird, like, he's such a by good, the way. He's such a good teacher. Wait, what? <laughs> that, I mean, that's really good. Yeah. And it actually sets up a hell of a climax. It did. Like, it really I'm, did. I'm nervous as fuck. I'm like. Oh shit! This isn't the Belko experiment. They're not really going to go along with this, are they? Right. And then he pulls out the gun, and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> extract!" <laughs> yes. What did I fucking tell you? Holy <laughs> shit, dude! Oh god, he instructs all of his students to pull all of the teeth out of their patients <laughs> at gunpoint. <laughs> oh my fucking god! Then he just writes, you know, I I guess there's this whole huge thing they cut out because you look at the blackboard and he wrote pain. (laughs) (laughs) There was a big pain written on the blackboard. Pain Pain is such a good thing. You have to learn to nurture it and extract it. (laughs) Like, okay. And he's like, I can see the rot. I can see the pulsating gum you need. Straight people really didn't talk like that in the 90s. No, they really didn't. They got into it later. (laughs) But I'm like. Oh, Jesus. You know you, your license gone now. Yeah, because yeah. that's, yeah, that's the, the biggest problem that he has to deal that with. That is right the now. consequence right. that he faces. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, as he's hallucinating all of his victims and shoots a dental student that he mistakes for Matt, uh, poor boy, uh, the detectives burst into the room, but Ellen uses a human shield to escape. Uh, eventually, he wanders into an auditorium where an opera singer is practicing. Maybe. Maybe. Possibly. So. Well, yeah, again, it's right. all a bit surreal at this and, point. Enchanted. He watches her from behind. When he reaches out to touch her, she transforms into Brooke, who laughs at him. Yeah. Defeated, he falls to his knees uh, and is pointedly not shot by the detective. Because okay. white privilege. At this, <laughs> yes. At this point, uh, the, the opera singer isn't there anymore. Right. Which is why I said... Maybe. Yeah. Because it could have just been playing. Right. Well, the thing that's so, again, you can't trust that any of this is happening. But like, you see it from behind and it's his wife. Mm -hmm. When he actually interrupts her and she's backing away, then she's actually just the opera singer. Right. And of course, what's she singing? Visidiarte from Tosca. Again, everybody is all up in this shit. Right. Uh, So I really don't know. I don't. uh, That's why I think like. Do, the amount of this movie that actually happens as as he relates it, I don't believe a word of it. Right. 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 Uh, so it's like, I'm into that. I like that. Yeah. It's cool. Circling back to what we've been saying this whole time, the next paragraph. Right. <laughs> Alan, now in a psychiatric hospital, is carted <laughs> off to his regular dental appointment. Yeah. Uh, the dentist working on him is revealed to be his toothless wife, Brooke, who works violently on his mouth. Yes. That ending is <sighs> literally the best. It, it is satisfying. It Extremely really is. Extremely satisfying. Because no one ever mentions that Brooke is a dentist, too. <laughs> Actually, I think he does mention at some point when he's talking about throwing her out, hmm. that he's going to lose the practice. Uh, and he actually at one point mention, describes it as something that they built. Oh, so if she I might... remember correctly. Hmm. Oh, so she might actually be a dentist or a dental hygienist. Yeah. See, but the IRS guy said that uh, it's just his income and that he spends a lot on her. Oh, good yeah, point. true. Very yeah. good. So, mm. but I mean, 
it's, it doesn't. She could just not also, be working now. I also be. would argue that it's probably not really Brooke probably who's not. ripping. Who's yeah, who's more than like, But Brooke does show up in the sequel. I love that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. I know uh, because he's fucking insane, right? And so, it is the so whole... the the beginning and end of the movie are in the psychiatric hospital, right? Just yes. to explain the framing right. device that we. So keep yeah, literally, <laughs> and it is it. This is. Him telling a story to nobody. There's nobody else in the right. room with him. Nope. So I will is, say that him yeah. going nuts about to go to his to his dental appointment. Oh yeah, that was really good acting. He yeah. was yeah ab- abjectly terrified. I think Corvin Burnson is a better actor than I gave him credit for because he's actually acting like a motherfucker throughout this whole thing. He is, and it's camp because it's Brian Usna and. The walls are salmon colored and it's like, yeah. and yeah. like, don't ever come to my house. Cause that's how my house was painted. Oh dear. I'm sorry. I didn't paint it that way. I need to just, <laughs> I didn't just lay that. that down. I didn't accuse <laughs> you. I figured if you had, you wouldn't have mentioned it. No. You would have been like, well, yeah, that color painting, sucks. Yeah. The, the, the color. So I found, I found paint cans in the basement. Hmm. The color is called dusty rose. Oh God. And it's yeah. fucking gross. No, that dusty rose is nasty. Oh God. And that color was fucking everywhere. It was the color in the 90s. It really was. And the guy My- bought the house from bought the house in uh, 89. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. So then by the time he got around to painting it. Congratulations. You live in a Golden Girls set. Pretty much. Mm. I'm so sorry. It's the sort of <laughs> yeah. thing where like, you walk in the door and you sort of start thinking, you know, my pants could be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing a sufficient number of sweaters. <laughs> My sweater is not loud enough. Mm. Apparently, I think acid I may have jeans. said that exact sentence. <laughs> Apparently, acid wash jeans are making a comeback. They've made like three comebacks in my lifetime. I don't know why. So, um, so where did we leave? I think we're just ready to go. We're just at ratings. Great to ratings. Right, so, fuck me. Uh, Holy balls. This movie, because it is, came out the same time as Scream, but was following horror practice from before Scream, Mm. falls into a weird category for me. Because it is classic camp horror. Mm. It is, you know, I'm the psycho and I'm going to stalk you and I'm going to kill you because whatever reason. It is entirely too pink. (laughs) I'm liking, oh, I just, I'm like, my stomach is getting upset looking at those walls. I know I don't need Pepto-Bismol slash Dusty Rose in my life ever again. You have enslaved Fester. I can respect that. (laughs) But But Debbie. Pastels. I love Morticia. (laughs) <laughs> i'm glad that we were all thinking it oh yeah <laughs> oh god no Aww. i do enjoy it i do enjoy watching a person who is already halfway to madness just slide straight into home plate yeah i mean he was already ocd you saw it i don't know if he was ocd or just an asshole he was ocd as well as being an asshole okay because he's like i can't wear this white shirt with these cufflinks blah blah, blah. his house is st- Dark white. He wants everything in his house sterile, almost. And then the descent starts when he sees that smudge of dirt on his wife's arm. Hmm. You saw it. 
Um, so yeah, he's he's an angry person. He's a controlling person. He is OCD. Um, at least a Hollywood representation of it, yeah. and not a bad one. I mean, it's not like the the utterly crazy. I need to count everything or right you know, close the door so many times. But it's also not necessarily a positive. Right, it's not a positive like, depiction new. either. It is not a positive. I think his narcissism probably drives more of his behavior than his OCD. I can a see lot that. of that, yeah. But but he also still has that. I don't like the dirt. I don't like the corruption. I yeah. want it gone from my life. Uh, but no, it's it's a good movie. There there are things that are problematic with it because it is you know twenty fucking years old. Um, but it's not a bad film. It's not a bad way to spend an hour and a half. That's true. It's fun. I mean, but and but what you were saying earlier, there's a lot of stuff that happens in that hour and a half, so it doesn't feel as short as it is. It feels like a much longer film, which is which loses points for me, because if you're going to cram that stuff in, you got to make it boom, 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 boom. It's it didn't move fast. For me. So you're saying this movie crammed it in, but it didn't boom. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <sighs> <laughs> And, and then you had to fall asleep unfulfilled. Like growler Sex tops you don't host. Right. Ooh. <laughs> Ow. Damn. Ouch. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I went there. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm going to give this movie a solid middle of the road three out of five. Uh, fucking feelings that I have to get tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> Aren't you actually getting three too? I am getting three. Tomorrow. <laughs> Something tells me, and they're not—they're not for cavities. They're for chips from my tongue ring. Ooh! So they're actually rebuilding the teeth that yeah. chipped. Yeah, it's not gonna be fun. But hey, I get a face full of Novocaine, which is amazing. Not really. Yeah. Because then I can't like eat without worrying that I'm gonna hurt myself. Anyway, your ratings. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So this off. movie came out when I was eight. It, <laughs> you keep reminding us that you're young. Stop. It, it really... <laughs> like, this movie very much is kind of how I remember the 90s. Um, like, style and, like, the, the way people talk and are not necessarily, you know, brutal murders. Um... And, like, I realize, the reason I bring up the age is that I realize that there's that lens there mm-hmm. that, that like, I perceived it very differently than either of you would have at that time. Right. It's not a bad watch. Uh, the Like Bob said, the practicals are really good. I think that for the time, for it being the mid-90s, it, it wasn't Jurassic Park, but they also didn't m- make a giant fucking T-Rex. Right. Um, so I think with, with what they had, less the goat. <laughs> um, they they used they used their practical effects budget really pretty well. Yeah. Um I was really uncomfortable during a couple of the scenes with the excessive drilling. Yeah. That's the point. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot to say about this. Um Mark Ruffalo kind of awesome. I mean, <laughs> as, as awesome as a person could be in the mid 90s. It's a small right. part, but it's a pretty memorable one. Yeah. It, it Just is because I mean, of the punch. He yeah. played it really well. Uh, I'm I'm also going to give it a, a pretty middle of the road. I'm going to give it a, a, a two out of five trade ass pool boys. <laughs> oh, he could totally hit it. Can I get him and Mark Ruffalo? No, I'm no. a share. No, no. <laughs> 
seriously. Eiffel Tower, that shit. Let's go. You can't have them all. <laughs> but, Daddy, I want, <laughs> I want a pool boy now. I mean, same. <laughs> Calm down, Vruka. I'll see you get one before the day's out. <laughs> um, so, um... Okay, I guess I liked this more than you did. I liked this movie a lot. Um, it made me very angry. <laughs> well, uh, we saw. It triggered me a lot, and I had a really, really good time just hate fucking Corbin Burnson into the grave. <laughs> uh, or at least into the padded cell where he finishes the room. Right. Um, it's camp. It's fucked up. I love it. It triggered the shit out of me. And it does ultimately provide like that catharsis at the end that I was yep. really hoping for. Right. Because um, like some horror movies, you like you love the villain. He's like the hero of this. And in this one, you don't. You right. don't feel sorry for him. You don't like him. You just hate him. You oh, want no. bad shit to happen to him. Yep. And it does. Yeah, a lot of this has been said. Really well done for the budget they didn't have. Um, Brian Usna is a fucking god among men, or at least he should be. Yeah. Like, this is great. Again, I kind of come at it from that um, don't take what you see literally. I mean, I'm, I'm reading this in the same vein as something like your Christmas Evil or your Maniac or this is like a surrealist kind of tour de force thing. Mm. It's just like, I'm falling in love with this movie. Like I'm going to watch it again. I really liked it a lot. Uh, It reminds me of those old slashers, those kind of old sleazy Mm -hmm. grindhousey slashers. Like maniac was like, I guess maybe probably the most formative watch of my 2018. Right. Because I keep referencing it. Maniac. I I had discounted maniac for a very long time because I had seen it uh, in the eighties. Uh, but I was also much younger at the time. So rewatching Maniac actually gave me a lot more appreciation for that grand yeah. type of stuff. And that's part of so. why I was so so nuts on Christmas Evil, too, because mm-hmm. it's very similar. Uh, and this is kind of like that, um, except that this guy is not even remotely likable. You can't. Right. No. Yeah. And this movie doesn't try to make him likable, which, which I appreciate. Good. This character kind of is the epitome of that selfish... Like, like bringing the 80s cocaine cowboy into the 90s and and expanding on it. Uh, So I I actually appreciated that I hated the fuck Corbin Birdson in this movie. And um, maybe like I would double feature this with American Psycho. I think this predates American Psycho. It really does. Um, And this is. American Psycho was in 2000. There we go. It might make a nice double bill with him. I didn't like American Psycho all that much. But part of why I hated it so much was because I hated Patrick Bateman and I hated Christian Bale. I don't like Christian Bale's another punchable guy. Like, I just yeah. don't like mm. him. Yeah. Him, Edward Norton, and, and apparently Corbin Burnson. Mm-hmm. And Tom Cruise, too. Yeah. No, Tom Cruise is always punchable. To me. Yeah, all of these people are. Yeah, that's pretty much everything that I had to say anyway. So, um, so I'm going to give it um, four out of five critical power failures <laughs> oh, appointments no. at the gymboree at 10 30 <laughs> four out of five things that i just can't think of right now because it's been a very roller coaster ride of an episode it has because of this fucking battery God yeah damn. so i mean it was my oversight <laughs> well i mean just keep it plugged in no i mean we didn't yeah we didn't lose anything it was just a momentum killer yeah, yeah. it was yeah. so on that note <laughs> <laughs> if you need to eat <laughs> 
Email us, lay eggs in our brain, um, drill into our teeth. I don't know. Uh, email us at bob at candycodedrazor.com. You can hit us up on the website at candycodedrazor.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash candycodedrazorblades. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash candycodedrazor. Uh, just so that I can, you know, pay these guys. And then there's the Discord thing. And we will actually have physical rewards hopefully soon. So please look out for that. Um, those are being negotiated as we speak. So, uh, but other than that, wait, I knew there was something I forgot. Letting us do our outro? Oh, Instagram! <laughs> Instagram at CCRB <laughs> underscore podcast. And now you can do your outro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm RC, and you can find me in our Discord. We're having some real weird conversations lately, <laughs> Ben, but I'm not not into it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Come chat us up. And that's usually the first place I go when I get intoxicated. So, you know, things. Always fun. Um, it is pretty fun. I need to get into Discord. You really should. Um... Thank you once again for listening. We love you unconditionally, and we would like to have more of you. I mean, it's not that you're not enough. It's just like, it's a party. It's all. Let's sometimes all... we just want the scummy pool boy, okay? Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes we're just into the group thing. So, call to action things like subscribe, rate, review, share. That's all of those things. I mean, you have fingers. You can choose to use them if you want. Just, we're but, not going to beg you. But don't put them into the mouths of unconscious women. That's a no-no. That is correct. Yes. Rape Culture Bear says, that's a no-no. Oh, you can't put your finger in her mouth. No, you can't put your fingers in her mouth. You can ask her when she wakes or... Oh, fuck it. I don't know. I'm running out of... uh, Bye! Bye! Oh, here you go. You should wait until she wakes or you are committing rape. No, you can't put your fingers in her mouth. Remember, kids, consent is... Consent is... Cool, I guess. I don't know. Sexy. Consent is... Yeah, it is actually. Really sexy. No, really, bye. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, we have an after credits. I, I don't know what I, I don't know why that <sighs> happened, but it did. Oh, fuck.